good morning my fellow cosmic brothers and sisters welcome back to cosmic wisdom podcast slash tarot i'm ashley for those of you who are new here thank you so much for joining us it's a pleasure to be able to connect with you all so today we are ahead of schedule for the first time i am going to be talking about the new moon in aquarius on the first of february or the 31st of jan for some of you and we're also going to jump right ahead to the full moon in leo on the 16th of february so if you want to know how this lunation and how this month is going to have a significant impact on the collective as well as in your individual lives please stay tuned to the end of this episode where you'll find all the information you will need so guys let's chat astrology Before I get into the particulars of the chart, um, I just want to talk about the experience I had um, connecting to the celestial bodies as I was trying to channel the energy that might be playing out for us collectively and on an individual level. And (laughs) one of the things that I found really interesting about this particular month in February is that is the month for feeling. Um, Spirit was teaching me that in this particular moment, we can't focus on the practicality of things, the logical way, the linear way of understanding life itself and everything that's happening around us. They encouraged me to feel things for myself rather than to like do my typical research or um, try to make logical sense of the charts that I was looking at. They reminded me that a lot of the interpretations that I have as an intuitive astrologer is through intuition and through just looking at a chart and knowing certain things that are going to be coming up for us. So one of the ways in which they did this um, is through dreaming, because that's one of my main channels, dreams. Um, In the dream, I was basically a man. I was like some matrix person, like someone trying to break free from the matrix. It gave me very clear neo vibes. Um, and I was hiding from these people, these agents, and they were coming and they were looking for me. They were trying to, 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 to take me. Um, and I wasn't having a bar of it. (laughs) I was literally jumping, swinging from everywhere. And one of them shot me. And I remember in the dream, um, it didn't penetrate my skin, but I felt the impact of that bullet. And I remember thinking in the morning, ow, that really hurt. Like I had never, I've never been shot before, obviously. Um, Touch wood, that never happens. But I can remember how that felt. And it was a very sharp stinging pain. But what Spirit was trying to tell me is that all the tools or mechanisms that they use to penetrate our skin, to penetrate this shield of of our light body is not working anymore. And in the dream, they were, they were shooting at me and it wasn't penetrating, obviously. And they were panicking because they were looking at their gun like, why is it not working? Um, I'm not sure if they needed an upgraded piece of technology or a different kind of gun, but it wasn't working. And... I remember being very high up on the buildings and realizing they couldn't get up there. They couldn't fly, um, which I later realized I could do. Um, They couldn't get up. They couldn't swing from building to building. Um, They couldn't jump as high as I could. They could only remain on the ground. And when I realized that, I used that to my advantage. So I got away from them. I remember going very far out to the sea And as I went far out to the sea, all of a sudden I shot right up into space and I literally saw earth. I saw like the beauty of it. And I was in absolute awe because apart from the pictures or, you know, the astronomy, we don't see earth, we're on it. So (laughs) um, I woke up and I felt this really overwhelming sense of knowing, overwhelming sense of 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 our existence here and how much 
everything is bigger than it seems. Um, and one of the things that they reminded me um, after having that dream was that everything is about you let's say everything is about you but not about you at the same time um and one of the things after seeing earth that i felt was that i have to protect this planet um and i've always felt like you know everyone has a purpose everyone there's this knowing inside of us that everything that we're doing on a day-to-day -day basis is not the the final form of ourselves there's something deeper there's a deeper purpose a deeper path that we need to find within ourselves and follow and spirit just reminded me that you are here for that particular purpose to protect this planet and the people on it so that was my experience with tuning into the new moon in aquarius i have never actually intentionally tuned into the moon in a specific sign to understand what that lunation might bring but spirit guided me to this next step of understanding which i happily accepted and it was a beautiful experience so we're going to start with the new moon in aquarius and what i think um may be happening for us over that period of time so let's do our general housekeeping so it is on the 1st of february or the 31st of january for those of you who are somewhere else in the globe maybe i think it's the usa you might experience it on the 31st of january however as usual there'll be a link in the description box where you can put in your location and get the exact time this lunation will be taking place for you wherever you are located it is at 5 45 am and the chart ruler in this particular location so the uk is saturn and this new moon in aquarius is taking place in the second house so the aspects for this particular lunation we've got the general conjunction with the sun in aquarius we've got also a conjunction with saturn in aquarius we've got a square to uranus in taurus we've got a sextile to chiron in aries and a square to the mc in scorpio so these are all very important aspects and very very important planets in this lunation so one of my noticeable takeaways from reading the chart was that saturn being the ruler of the chart and the new moon being in its other sign um aquarius is um telling of a story between saturn and uranus that has been going on for quite some time now and saturn almost losing its grip with the way it can control uranus and uranian themes okay so there's going to be a lot of focus on anything to do with power to do with control to do with our values to do with our monetary systems to do with our resources um to do with our order to do with our status career anything that is focused on structure anything that builds some form of structural foundation is going to be a great focus during this month um and especially wherever it falls in your chart you're going to be looking at those kind of themes like maybe where you can be a little bit more disciplined or maybe where you've been a bit stubborn a bit too hard-headed or a bit too rigid with your approach to something um and uranus is going to kind of pave the way for you to have a different perspective like i just described with my dream giving me a different perspective of how to interpret the celestial bodies and how to interact with them rather than just looking at a chart and knowing my astrology and saying this means this and that means that so this equals this they are encouraging us to understand that a logical approach doesn't always bring the truth or the answers that we're ideally looking for okay so importantly we have a stelium in capricorn here which is extremely potent. We've got Mars, Venus, Mercury, and Pluto all in the sign of Capricorn. And this to me is tension. There is a lot of tension. And I have been feeling it since um, the beginning of the year. But the feeling that I get is that 
the tension is necessary for us to birth a new way of living um spirit was kind of <laughs> telling me that we've manifested this okay karmically we've manifested this current state of reality um all so that we can break free from the things that do not work um if we didn't manifest this state of reality there would be no realization that these things are not working or no way of understanding how to break away the things that don't work anymore so saturn is on its own in aquarius hanging out but i feel like saturn doesn't have as much of um an upper hand when it comes to what uranus is trying to do for 2021 uranus was alongside um no not uranus jupiter was alongside saturn so jupiter and aquarius was kind of just expanding saturn's themes saturn's control saturn's power over the things that saturn is concerned with now jupiter is in pisces it's expanding the feeling and expanding the end of the things that no longer work when um pisces is being heavily influenced in in your life and in the collective energy the theme is uncovering things that have been hidden or uncovering things that have been engraved in our subconscious and finding a way to release those things so we can move into the first house where we start building stuff from a new place of understanding a new sense of self a new sense of worth okay so I would say um, importantly during this period of time, especially during this lunation, things are going to be happening, okay? Things have been happening and they're going to continue to happen for this entire year, especially as Pluto still remains in Capricorn. Um, it eventually will surrender to Aquarius in 2023, but until then we are going to consistently have this breaking down of Capricorn type situations and themes. So it's very important to ground yourself. Very, very important to ground yourself. There's a lot of earth energy here, which makes it really hard for us to kind of find a balance between our logical way, our rational way of thinking and doing things, but feeling things. But with Jupiter in Pisces, the feeling is gonna be expanded regardless because Jupiter is way more um, bigger than Saturn. So one of the things that Spirit was guiding me to understand is that right now, no one seems to be on the same page, okay? So this is breeding chaos. Um, we're seeing the possible rise of, um, I don't wanna say war, there's been a war on people, but more importantly, countries or continents are going to be going against each other because everybody's going through this phase of i think i know best and consistently trying to hang on to whatever form little form of control that they think they have um and the way that comes out is by overtly expressing how much power one thinks one has so we're going to be seeing a lot of people kind of like clashing or um going head to head with each other or trying to have the upper hand with each other in certain situations because now the tension that is building has to be released and expressed in a certain way and depending on which um timeline we're sitting on we're going to see either it's expressed in a way that's healthy in a sense that you know we're gonna work on our shadow side, we're gonna work through our egotistical beliefs and we're gonna find a common ground and we're gonna remember that at the bottom of everything, all we want is peace, or we're gonna go the opposite end of the spectrum and demonstrate just how much power one has and how I can use that power to my advantage and therefore I'm gonna decide that, you know, I'm gonna fight with this person, I'm gonna fight with this country because I want to prove to them that they don't have the upper hand and I do. So, although this period of time is gonna be highly turbulent, 
it's very important for Saturn to take the role in manifesting the highest version of Saturnian energy, which is self-governance, self-control, self-discipline, um, self-acknowledgement of power, rather than exerting that kind of energy outwards and trying to feed off the control that it has over other people and over the systems that people rely on. So it's very important that whilst these shifts are happening, that you observe them from a detached state, which is one of the things, one of the qualities that uh, Aquarian is really good at, removing yourself from the emotional turmoil of what's happening and having a logical approach. Although I just described that the higher beings want us to feel through this process, just to feel through this process using our intuition to access the highest manifestations of these celestial bodies, not to feel through this process and manifest the lowest vibrations of these situations. Aquarians feel things, although people say that they're detached and sometimes impersonal and sometimes um, not empathic, they feel in a way that connects them to everybody. And if Aquarians felt that way consistently and wasn't able to separate themselves from, let's say the pain and the trauma and the heartache that everybody around them feels that they can actually sense and feel, then it's likely they wouldn't be as progressive and able to look into the future as they typically, typically can do. They have to learn to detach themselves from the feeling and focus on the outcome and the bigger purpose in order to make a significant change. So it's very important that we remind ourselves of that during this new moon in Aquarius, that we are a part of this journey. We are part of this history. We are part of this karmic um, narrative. But we do not have to focus on the things that are dying or shedding as much as we need to focus on the future that we want to create for ourselves and the souls that are yet to come after us. So, how may you feel? Um, I'm talking a lot about feeling here. Um, and as an Aquarius rising, one of the things that I find it really hard to do is to feel and one of the things that my sister says to me and this is very um telling of being a pisces influence sign but aquarius rising is that i want to feel everything but not feel anything at the same time literally that is the the the, the story of my life okay and the story of many of us in this period of time we want to feel everything but not feel everything at the same time so in your personal life, there's a knowing in yourself that you need to break free from something, whether it's breaking free from a career, a relationship, a way of thinking, a way of doing, um, a way of being, there's this feeling that I have to change something. And Uranus is the planet of unexpected changes, unexpected ways of looking at something and therefore doing something drastically as a result of that and sometimes people see aquarians as somewhat dramatic the opposing sign is leo so they have a way of expressing themselves in what some people may consider a dramatic way um a dramatic sometimes just means in a completely different eccentric way um, so Aquarians have the ability to rapidly decide on something and then just go full steam ahead with whatever it is that they've decided. And that can bring disruption. It can bring chaos and turmoil. Um, but one of the things that we have to learn in this lifetime is that the unexpected reality of life is just that it's unexpected there is nothing that we can predict realistically um and kind of make peace with the fact that that is an important part of our existence expecting the unexpected okay 
So some of you could be asking yourself like, where am I not being my true authentic self when it comes to wherever the new moon in Aquarius is transiting in your chart? And you wanna to look to that house as well as the house opposite, which will tend to be the house where you get your sense of worth, your sense of expression, um, your vitality, your ego, your drive, your pride. Um, and you want to look at those houses and figure out how am I, you know, being my true authentic self in these houses. You also want to look at the houses where there's Leo on the cusp and Aquarius on the cusp because they will be somewhat activated for you. So you want to ask yourself as well, because Aquarians tend to have a fear of being the centre of attention. That's one of the things that they don't, they don't take very well, like being the centre of attention. However, they have the qualities of Leo residing in them anyway. So people notice them regardless of whether they want to be noticed or not. So you want to ask yourself where in your life, especially in regards to those houses, might you have a fear of being recognised or known for something in regards to that house? So let's say you don't share your art because you don't want people to judge you or you don't want to seem like you're weird or you don't want to seem like you're trying to be famous. Those are the kind of things that you might be asking yourself like why do I feel this way why do I feel inhibited why do I feel like I can't express myself clearly Aquarians really struggle to to express their inner feelings and emotions because especially when the sun is in Aquarius it doesn't feel comfortable there so expression is somewhat um what's the word I'm looking for expression is somewhat like hidden in some sort of way like Aquarians could be underground people like they like to be in the background they could be the main source of energy or inspiration for something but they tend to want to work behind the scenes because they don't like to be fully seen so you might be asking yourself where in your life are you having that kind of feeling where do you need to embark on a new journey and actually embrace who you are, embrace your individuality, embrace your uniqueness. Aquarius is very known for being unique, for being different. And how can you use your differences and how can you use your unique abilities to help build a bridge between yourself and human connection, contact or social networks? Because that's what Aquarius focuses on, the information that you have uniquely and transferring or distributing that to the masses. You also want to um, think about where you might experience some anxiety. Um, Aquarians can be pretty high strong, high strung, so they have a lot of energy um, and whether it's your Mercury in Aquarius or Venus in Aquarius or Mars in Aquarius, there can be this consistent electrifying feeling of things like moving rapidly and that's the effect of Uranus. So you might want to figure out where that source of anxiety actually comes from. Is it from the thing that you have said anxiety about or is it actually because there's so much energy that can be put in or channeled towards that thing that you may not be channel channeling um, appropriately right now but you could possibly find ways to do so so when you hold that anxiety in your body and you don't channel it in the best possible way it creates anxiety and creating anxiety cripples your ability to really be who you feel you are at the core okay so you can ask yourself is there some reservation to being your beautifully unique self and Saturn ties into this because Saturn likes to restrict us and limit us and hold us in positions until we kind of break free from Saturn's grip. Um, and Saturn is alongside the moon and the sun. So Saturn already knows um, how the situation plays out if you don't find a way 
to release yourself from this pattern we tend to find ourselves in patterns and when we don't release ourselves from that pattern we just keep creating karmic loops and cycles so saturn already knows it's the father it's wise it's already ahead of the game saturn already knows that if you don't break free from these patterns then you will never find a liberation that aquarius is seeking so we have to learn to acknowledge that being anxious about the things that we have been gifted these are gifts and qualities that we have been gifted and tools that we have been gifted to help elevate humanity being anxious about using those tools kind of just limits our sense of purpose and limits our connection to the the vitality of our of our soul the actual essence of us um and when we don't put those gifts and qualities to good use then eventually we end up like Elias Lonsdale described in a jade burial suit we die with the gifts and we end up having to take it into another lifetime anyway so it's best to use the gifts that we have right now okay so before I waffle anymore I want to move on to the aspects um and I'm just going to refer to my notes because I find sometimes I'm channeling, channeling so much information that it's impossible for my mind to remember everything that I've written down. So first of all, I'm just going to try and summarise these as quick as possible because I do want to move on to the full moon in um, Leo. So the moon in conjunction to the sun in the sign of Aquarius offers us the ability to objectively review ourselves, our emotions, our motives, and so on and so forth in relation to the world outside of us. So I feel like that's why spirit took me outside of the earth so I could see that all the things that I feel as um, a human being in this physical form are relevant but not relevant unless I am actually fulfilling my purpose, which is to protect this planet and to help humanity elevate to the level of consciousness that they need to be on in order for us to change and shape this new earth um aquarians have the ability to view everything in the world including themselves from an emotionally detached lens to see the bigger picture so like i said everything is about you but not about you at the same time in this lunation this conjunction takes place in the second house of saturn and slash Capricorn on the ascendant at four degrees so spirit has been guiding me a lot to read the degrees through Elias Lonsdale's interpretation and he describes this as tall dark cypress trees in a cemetery so the theme here literally with Pluto in Capricorn Venus in Capricorn Mars in Capricorn um Mercury in Capricorn is the dying, releasing, letting go of the, the dead, the past, the karmic debris that has been um, channeling through us for the longest while. And a lot of people are being equipped with the courage and the strength and the consciousness to work through these patterns, to recognize these patterns as and when they appear and choose a different trajectory. Um, and this is going to help us move into a more high strung, high vibrational timeline. So I felt that by this he meant that when all is dead and gone, what stands firm is the tree that has been rooted by the very same blood it was planted with. You discover the truth beneath the soil, the language of the soul that reminds you of all there was before you in physical form and all there will be. You stand in your conviction knowing that eventually we have to break free from specific patterns to free ourselves from codependency. And that's codependency on Saturn um, themes. So codependency on these systems to save us, this like looking to um, politics or looking to these systems, these government systems to like make things right when in actual fact we can make things right we can do the work within ourselves to make the change that we want to see, to be the change that we want to see in this near future. So 
like I said, you could be looking at these kind of themes in your own life. So a new way of understanding love, because we have Venus retrograde um, and the consequences of toxic patterns and karmic patterns, which kind of gives me a feel of Mars in Capricorn. A new way of looking at your values and how you demonstrate those values in the world. Again, Venus in Capricorn and then Mars and the Sun. A new way of being and doing something in your life as it's in the second house. So a new way of relating to money or a new way of valuing things in your life. So again, going back to that feeling of, wow, I've been taking things for granted. Wow, I've been taking these resources for granted. Wow, I should show more appreciation towards these people that I love. Um, we have the moon conjunct Saturn as well, which draws our attention to the collective field of energy or rather power that we have a constant exchange with on a day-to-day -day basis in our life. It asks us to accept this way of life and integrate such knowledge and wisdom into our being as opposed to rejecting it. Accepting that you are a soul. Like most people know there's something within me that is bigger than what I can describe or what I have ever felt. Um, but sometimes don't live in that knowing that you don't have to just be focused with the physical, the material, the logical things. You are allowed or rather encouraged to connect with a bigger sense of self, a higher sense of self. And the more you discover that root into your psyche, the better quality of life you start living, the better quality of relationships you start having, the better quality of perspective you have of your existence and your purpose here. So we are to embrace the ways in which we are similar at our core. We all have a soul, we all have feelings, ego, emotions, desire, drive and ambition while simultaneously celebrating the ways in which we are uniquely different. So Aquarius. Whilst the moon is asking us to pay attention to how our feelings influence the view of oneself and the world, Saturn reminds us of what is and always will remain as truth. So one of the things that Saturn is quite um cold at is reminding us of truth <laughs> and aquarius is the seeker of that truth so saturn offers us the ability to remember those karmic connections that we have to the truth as the moon and saturn are meeting up in the second house this has a lot to do with how our emotions have in some form led to devaluing the things in our lives that provide us with a sense of comfort stability and security so perhaps we will face a six month period where restriction of things that provide us with pleasure and what we tend to overindulge in as a way to mask our true feelings of depression or unhappiness become restricted in some way and we have to learn to appreciate having less to learn a hard lesson Saturn is known for doing that, for restricting something that we would have taken for granted so that we can learn a valuable lesson around that particular resource or that kind of thing in our lives. Sometimes Saturn takes away things to remind us how important they are to us. Okay, then we have the moon squaring Uranus. So the moon squares Uranus, our emotions can be subjected to a period of impulsiveness and mood swings. As aforementioned, there is a strong emotional desire to resist anything that prevents us from experiencing life the way we would like it. Free, stimulated, thrilled, excited and eccentric. We do not want to follow the status quo and any force that insinuates we must follow the same routine is bound to cause a disruption. So you can see this happening now. There's lots of places releasing restrictions because not only are the governmental structures fed up of like having to impose these restrictions, it's kind of like losing its effect. Like in the UK, they were like, oh, we're lifting plan B restrictions. And I'm thinking no one was even listening to plan B restrictions in the first place. It's like, oh, this is a thing that we have to do. We have to pretend that it's, it's, it's necessary. Um, when in reality, I don't think many of the people, especially in positions of power, were adhering to these rules that they were insinuating we must follow in the first place. So there's a releasing of that. It's just like I said previously, that things are gonna disappear around COVID because we're in a new 
um, cycle with Mars. So it's no longer about our healthcare systems and being restricted and the things of service that need to be focused on. It's now about equality and balance and justice. So eventually these old topics just fade away and it's kind of like, what the hell? <laughs> like, what happened? You know, you guys made this such a big thing and now it's just like, it's like water under a bridge. Like, how did we end up here? Um, that's kind of the energy I definitely see happening in February. Um, we still can't seem to get on the same page um, globally, but individually in different um, areas of the globe, people are going to just be ad adapting to their own way of existing with COVID. Okay, so I expect there will be unexpected events in the fame world or anyone with a strong Leo or Taurian influence in their chart. For individuals and locations where this applies, there will be an impulse to get creative when it comes to our emotions, perhaps some sort of unique way of protesting. Not sure what the hell that was about, but that was a channel that I got. So one of the ways in which we was trying to encouraged me to understand this um energy in a narrative was sometimes when your mother is overbearing and you end up rebelling so you can actually experience life for yourself yeah that <laughs> so it's like mum comes along dad comes along has all these rules all these regulations you cannot do this because if you do do this then this is the impact and the child lives by these rules for a good couple years and then starts become becoming very curious about the outside worlds or the things that live outside of these rules and eventually rebels. And then when the child rebels, it's almost as if the response from the parents is out of control because they can't control the individual anymore. There's a, a sense of maturity for the individual to make that decision to actually break free from something that they don't resonate with. So that's kind of how you can see this energy play now. Um, and last but not least, we have Moon sextile Chiron. So Chiron is in this um, nine-year cycle, which started in 2018, um, in the sign of Aries. So it's all about healing thyself, thy, you know, the, it's all about the first house, okay? It's all about healing our wounds in relationship to the things outside of us, the relationships that we have, the partnerships that we have, the connections that we have on a less surface level, the things that are ingrained in us. Um, so it's about finding a way to heal the relationship you have with yourself, not just your physical self, but your higher self. So you can bring out that expression in the highest manifestation known to your higher self. Um, so you can find a way to kind of hone who you are at the core and lead by example for this new earth that's forming. And with the moon in Aquarius making a sextile to Chiron in Aries, we allow ourselves to speed up this process of healing through connecting ourselves to others. So through reminding ourselves that we are not alone, and we are here to embark on this journey together and to use each other's strengths and weaknesses as a significant tool to help us heal not just ourselves, but others in the process. By addressing our shallow side and shortcomings, we open ourselves up to a rich world of empathy and understanding towards others. This ultimately creates a more loving and spiritually connected reality. So that is the new moon in Aquarius in a nutshell. I hope this made sense. Um, I know it was a lot to chew, but we're going to move on to the full moon in Leo. Sticking with me, thank you so much. Do not forget to like, comment and subscribe to this channel. And we are about to move on to the full moon in Leo this February. So the next lunation for the month of February is the full moon in Leo, which is taking place on the 16th at 16.56pm. So the important part about this chart is that we have the sun as the actual chart ruler. So there's going to be a lot of focus about where we get our energy, where we get our sense of purpose, where we allow ourselves to express our innermost feelings and desires in this lunation and a releasing of a buildup of energy when I was trying to understand this particular lunation, I was trying to channel into the moon to understand how the moon in Leo might play out. And Spirit was like, no, <laughs> you can't channel into the moon just because it's a moon transit to understand how 
the the leo energy is going to play out in this lunation you've got a channel into the sun so for the last couple of days i've been sitting with the sun before sunrise and as the sun has been rising i've just been basking basking in the rays and trying to understand and receive some wisdom from the sun as he has been rising and one of the things that i came to understand is that this full moon in leo is encouraging us to shed away burn away disintegrate any aspects of the leo qualities that are a lower vibration or lower manifestation of such so being overly self-centered or selfish or egotistical or um overprotective or just like how do i describe it like just yeah just not really focused on humanitarian ideals just just thinking about you know if the, if this doesn't affect me then to hell with it you know when it starts affecting me then i will start dealing with it it's kind of shedding those belief systems shedding away those patterns and one of the things that i received while sitting with the sun was some acknowledgement that everything here has a um what's the word everything on this planet has this like unique pattern especially living things like beneath our skin they showed me that we have this unique pattern and i saw the geometry of the sun's rays so as the the, the rays of the sun beams onto us and living things like plants and water and all that stuff they penetrate through the pattern of that living thing and through penetrating they bring life and death okay so they can burn away old patterns but also stimulate new patterns or existing patterns um of being um and that's one of the things that i was trying to wrap my head around but i kind of understand it in feeling but can't always translate it to you guys but let's just say like on a leaf there's the veins they have veins they have a, and under those veins they have a pattern like they have let's say there's a star and the rays of the sun translate to a star and that ray fits with the pattern in the leaf to um give it some sort of energy or vitality that's kind of the way i was understanding it so not just in the things around us but in our own individual skin there's this energy of penetrating through these really old outdated patterns that need to be burned away that is happening to us especially during this full moon in leo okay so there's aspects that are important so there's an opposition to the moon of course we have the square to the north node and a sextile to black moon lilith um, one of the things that was pointed out to me is Uranus is at 11 degrees at this point and it's a master, master number, so master healer. So that's going to be definitely of significance during this full moon in Leo for you and the collective. And like I said, the energy of the sun is kind of like penetrating those wounds to stimulate um, some speeding up of the healing process so that new patterns can form and we ascend to a higher state of being a higher state of existence and i hope to hell that makes sense because that's how it's coming through so the only personal planet the moon is aspected by is the sun so this is of great significance there's going to be a lot of shedding away of like i said the ego um and this is a release point for the lowest manifestations of leo as uranus brings into focus an unexpected event likely in regards to russia because russia they showed me um is an aquarius influenced country um and they took me back to sometime in the 18th century or i don't know they told me back to some time i can't remember where they had a um where the, the moon was in leo um and there was a significant event that happened so i don't particularly know what might happen with russia but i have a sense that around the full moon something is 
reaching its boiling point. We have the the, the full moon at 27 degrees and we have um, the sun at 27 degrees, which is a Gemini degree. So there's going to be a lot of information or a lot of um, events surrounding like technology and use of technology when it comes to Russia. Um, they they did say something about a cyber attack um, that happened previously. So there might be a repeat of that, but it might be on a bigger scale. And this is going to spark a lot of issues. But there's likely going to be something that's going to happen that's going to shift our focus from COVID officially into another thing that ultimately ends up bringing us all together like COVID did. So Uranus is in its square to Saturn, which seems to want to wreak havoc havoc for Saturnian themes as it confronts the areas of life dragging up every single thing he felt he couldn't address in the last year when he was constrained by Saturn and and Uranus is, is operating on its own in the 10th house which is very important so it was speaking to me as a release of karmic energy surrounding control ideally um you know awareness that Humanity is being enslaved or has been enslaved for a very long time and the sense of freedom is false right now and we actually have to achieve a real sense of freedom. So Uranus is the most aspected outer planet during this lunation. We've got Mars, Venus, Jupiter and Saturn all weakening of the influence Saturn has. So forward for Leo for Moon is as the spell slash bond with the obsession of I, idealism, fame, popularity and a full sense of identity crumbles, all that remains is the indescribable burning desire for the rawest, rawest form of human contact. Human contact, compassion, love and protection becomes themes of focus in our lives. Leo loves to connect with people but with a bruised sense of self, an undeveloped Leo uses the attention or power that it has to stroke one's ego and mask the fact that they feel inadequate of greatness beneath the surface. The desire for fame and popularity in the grand scheme of things ultimately means nothing when you have brought on the sacred journey of love of thyself. So there's a feeling in this moment that these tendencies to, to over-dramatise, to be egotistical, to be self-centred and desired by others rather than to desire the highest manifestation of self need to be released. There's a sudden understanding that all this means nothing if we do not have freedom. Opposing the common theme of people selling their own freedom for a life that ultimately doesn't bring them a sense of belonging to the very world they seem to worship so much. The self realises that it is much more than that that meets the eye and has the depth of the roots of a thousand year old tree. Our veins seem to run very deep and like the roots in the rain in the rainforest, near or far, underneath it all we are connected by that same knowing of a quality of richness that resides in us. We find it and not only acknowledge that it exists but also use it for what it is intended for, to keep us all plugged in and connected to each other. So whilst I was sitting with the sun and um, watching it arise, there was a lot of things that I was coming to realise, a lot of downloads that I was getting. And one of the things that I was understanding is that without the sun, there is no light. Like without the sun, there is no light. So if we were ever to end up in a situation where there was no light then ultimately all things here die because without the light nothing grows or nothing has a sense of purpose or vitality because of how much um energy the sun provides to not just our solar system but also to living organisms and spirit was encouraging me to understand that without the light we would not be able to discover anything we would not have a sense of purpose we would not have a sense of drive or even the ego which wants to express itself by seeking information or seeking an expression of the personality if we didn't have that then there would be no point of us existing in this physical body um so they were encouraging me to understand that it's not about you know breaking away from the ego or not thinking about the self or not um focusing on 
your desires, it was more about having a balance between the emotional body and the egotistical body, which is something that we tend to not have in good balance. Until you get into a spiritual understanding of your purpose here, you don't have a good balance or sense of the two. It's kind of one way or the other. And they were kind of encouraging me to, to see that during this period of time, especially this year, we're going to be releasing that issue. It's an issue that we've always had to kind of be more driven towards the self-centered things in our reality, like materialistic gain or um, monetary gain or just or personal gain or just consistently focusing on things outside of us rather than the essence of our own central identity and our own idea of self um and one of the things that spirit was bringing to my attention is that through the lens of aquarius we actually are able to achieve a healthy expression of the leo qualities the positive leo qualities that want to have human to human contact that want to um focus on protecting and preserving the light um and ultimately achieving a sense of pleasure that doesn't always come from materialism so when we take our humanitarian ideals and we look at the qualities of leo through the lens of aquarius we're able to release those parts of ourselves that only focus on self-pleasure and actually focus on bringing a sense of pleasure or a sense of self-expression for the entire group so the full moon in Leo can offer us that experience, releasing of that energy, releasing of that karmic um, energy that is only centered around I, 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 me, 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 and gaining things centered around the self. So uh, on the chart, what I noticed importantly is that we have the chart ruler as the sun, like I said, um, shining light on all areas of the chart. So whilst the moon is making a sextile to black moon Lilith, which is in the 11th house, which is in the Aquarius house, um, which actually has Gemini and Cancer on the cusp, there's a focus around our communication and around the nurturing mothering energy that we find within ourselves um, and through our emotions so there could be a lot of people taking to social media and finally like really voicing how they feel and i think there might be a sense of more famous people doing this um voicing how they feel about the current state of affairs and really like trying to find active ways to support humanity so we could have people like donating to certain causes, especially humanitarian causes where like there's been large groups of people that have been affected by something unexpected that's happening. So, you know, if Russia does do whatever it needs to do in Ukraine, then people might be donating certain like resources to Ukraine to support them. Um, and anything, uh, any other unexpected event, people might be coming together and saying, look, this is what I've attained for myself and this is what I can um, lend as a helping hand to the larger group so that we can all um, coexist together and not have to suffer as a consequence of whatever is going on drastically around the world for whatever reason needs to be happening. Um, we have Uranus crossing the MC as well which is very important. There could be an unexpected event when it comes to again i think this is highly focused on russia um because the mc is about something in the public public image public knowledge public eye um status power control structure so with uranus crossing the mc there could be again a significant focus on russia doing something or them being i don't know i don't i want to say that I want to say that they're being rebellious. They're rebelling. Um, so that could be a way to explain or express what may be happening there. Happening there, But we'll have to see. Um, we also have the moon making a square to the north node in Taurus. So there's going to be a very 
challenging energy when it comes to whatever this unexpected event is because the north node in taurus is just behind um uranus in taurus crossing the mc and the north node is in the 10th house also so there's something that humanity might not catch on to when this happens and i have a feeling is that we don't actually know the full scope of the story um, when it comes to whatever's happening um, unexpectedly and that's going to create a lot of confusion or frustration and probably a demand for truth or some sort of change in the way things are done or how control or power is expressed going forward because it seems like we're going back into old ways rather than being progressive um we have a lot of focus on the seventh house so it's definitely to do with partnerships um and i think if we're looking at the tenth house and the seventh house then it's in relation to um different countries relationships with each other what allies and who's allies and who's in good spirits and who's on the uh, on the same page and who isn't and this being of great focus we can just see a lot of people going back and forth and and like beefing each other and i think for who like the rest of us who are kind of like not it, it seems like you know when you see people fighting and it has nothing to do with you and you're just really confused why this fight is happening that's what you feel it feels like and a lot of us might be trying to transcend that energy by like i said doing different things like really connecting to our spirituality really meditating maybe group meditations like i've spoken about before maybe might, might be taking place to kind of dim this energy like kind of decrease the amount of tension that's happening around the world because there's this understanding and this knowing and awareness that the more we feed into the anger or the the fear and the anxiety that is being perpetuated the more we experience that in our reality and people are going to be reluctant to play into that kind of narrative because of how much we've experienced over the last two years so we have the sixth house is highly um highly highlighted we've got a lot of energy there we've got bloody hell we've got one two three four planets in the sixth house again oh dear so yeah this is scary guys because i don't want to say there's going to be a war but it feels like there's some sort of yeah there's definitely going to be some sort of unfortunate event going on here that's going to really impact everyone's daily lives um, and emotions. Ugh, I'm getting chills as I'm saying that. So, yeah, we just need to pray as much as possible and support each other as, mu as much as possible and connect with each other as much as possible. It feels like there needs to be a release of this energy it's something that's been building up for quite some time um so it has to be released and i don't i don't know which way it's going to be released and i hope that it isn't released in an aggressive way but definitely with mars here pluto here mercury here venus here there's a lot of tension there there's a lot of tension in the sixth house and the sixth house is about our services um our military services as well so yeah we have to keep an eye out for that and hopefully it doesn't spill out of control and become something that it doesn't need to become maybe they can unexpectedly agree on something and come to some sort of resolution hopefully that can be the case but there's a lot of um there's a lot of tension here so in your own lives you could be feeling a lot of tension in regards to your routine, your daily routines, your work, working with other people. Um, you could be feeling restricted in some shape or form in how you express yourself through that house, through how you express yourself at work. Um, and you could be making some unexpected changes as well when it comes to your career. You could just be deciding to leave as a result of this tension that you feel or this lack of understanding or belonging to whatever it is you're pouring your energy into and not feeling like this is bringing you 
any sense of purpose or vitality um yeah sorry guys that i've looked at the chart but that resonance with me of what might be happening is 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 quite is quite um overwhelming so i'm gonna park it there um and i might be back next week or the week after or as and when these new nations take place i definitely am going to be doing some tarot reading so we can get some more insight but if you stuck with me to the end of this episode thank you so much it's been a pleasure to be able to collect with you to connect with these celestial bodies and give you some insight into what they might bring for us um i hope you guys take some time out to really center yourselves ground yourselves and just remember your purpose here and what you're doing and not to play into this fear or anxiety that's being created remember that you are a cosmic being and that the entire solar system lives within you and that there's power in that and you hold, hold so much power and purpose in this world and i hope those of you who are making some significant decisions and transitions this year you find a sense of purpose and courage to do that and i hope you have an amazing reverie um regardless of what's happening around the world i hope that it brings some clarity and understanding of who you are at the core and who you're becoming so i wish you all the best guys and we will speak relatively soon